0: For joining us again. Big week, gentlemen. How have we been? Yeah, good. 1986's The Fly, uh, which was on Disney+. Plus. Strange mm. place for it, but... Dude, I paid for it.
1: Shit. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you yeah. paid for it? I did.
0: The oh,
1: Christ. My bad. <laughs>
2: That's
3: yeah, my look, we've, all <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Adam, I believe you still own Cobra. So, yeah, I do.
1: You know, we have all
3: been <laughs> there. not lost it's funny you bring
0: that up because At I always. was trawling through what I had on iTunes and up came Cobra and I was like,
1: where the fuck did I get this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they stick the rent and the buy button so close together sometimes you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my finest hour, but I'd to watch it again now that I've noticed this Of <laughs> yeah. course.
0: Cool. All right, let's do a whip round. Maddie, what have you been watching? You guys are on leave, so, you know. Yeah, not a lot. I haven't watched a lot. I watched
2: um, um, Continuing the Watch on Stan. That's a really good watch. That's definitely worth seeing. I'm enjoying it. Matt Berry's popped up as a character as well in there. So yeah. I get excited. Yes. <laughs> he does. He does one of those in there. He's playing it pretty straight, and then he starts putting it, putting in a few uh, injections in there. You're just like that is classic. Excellent. But um, yeah, really enjoying that one. I watched the Ghost Train exposed, Docco. Which I don't know if you guys have seen, but it's a. It was a um, uncovering. There was a fire oh, in, yes. yeah. the, in the park. Yeah, and It was a massive cover up. Yeah. So the I'm pretty sure they. I didn't know anything about it. And they start small and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But, um, yeah, that was definitely worth seeing. That well, was, that was, there is
0: another one from that same team on yeah. Kelly Lane, which was, yep. wasn't bad either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just do a really good job of what – I don't know if it's just the editing, but it looks like they're <laughs> uncovering some secrets and it, and it definitely tells a story. So that was worth a watch. Other than that, though, old people's home with four-year-olds. For four-year-olds, have you seen yep. that? I have seen that. Yeah. A
1: little bit of that. Worth a look. Definitely <laughs> worth a look.
2: Old people are funny. It was good. And God, I'm not going to say force, but if you're watching New Girl as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would have seen <laughs> that. With the wife. It's, uh, that feels like a crap version of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm watching it every time and going, could be watching Always Sunny because it's the same humour but just not as funny.
0: If I remember correctly, because we ended up watching some of that when it first came out, which I think mm. would have been what 2011. Oh, yeah, oh, a long time ago. Mm. And after uh, after about a season, I think it just yeah. I mean, if it gets know, worse than this, Jared, it's I think we bad. might have mentioned this <laughs> in a previous podcast when we were talking about boil out of. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that shows the same, that she's the the main girl's the quirky character and she just becomes a fucking pain in the ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just just feels like they're always trying to bail her out of a situation. You're just like, ah, it's not really that entertaining. But it's all right. It's not too bad. It's got some good laughs in there. It was weird. The weird thing about it, it starts off with one of the Wayans brothers in the first episode. Yeah. And then he disappears. He got a better gig, mate. Did he? Is that what happened? Yeah, he got another job and bailed So. Good on him. He was definitely doing a better job than that like, yeah.
1: afterwards. I think he ends up coming back. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, man. Stay okay. tuned. I'm not, that in- I'm, not
2: that, I'm not that invested, so yeah. <laughs> if I never see it again, it's okay. And
1: what else but, did you have,
0: mate? Anything
2: else? Uh, no, nah, that's it. That's, that's the gist of it. There's probably other things, but nothing that's sticking out. No bachelor? No, I'm sorry. Maths. No, nah. Maps. No,
3: no maps. <laughs> he didn't even get a match. What
2: do
3: you i have to, have have to get
2: some new. I well, need I'm, some more reality. Well, I
3: haven't watched any of it, but I believe the bloke from Canberra has made a real tit of himself. I'm here for that. I yeah. could watch it if that's what's going There was <laughs> a mention of him playing in the
2: in the basketball competition celebrity game that we're oh, trying to organise, and then everyone's just gone, nah, he's too much of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: he's good. Yeah,
3: good call. Very good call. So I think he's moved to Melbourne as well.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, well, he's yeah to-
3: well, I'm sure his his career will be absolutely taking off after yeah. this. Yeah, well, he's trying
0: to
2: maximize. I don't know what did he do. I don't even fame. know
3: what he did. I haven't seen it. Well, he's just whole, a clock, or well, supposedly there's a bit of that, but also that he's he had a bird on the outside who he basically just said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a buzz when I finish on this." To sort of. <laughs> Basically, so he's gone on the whole show to raise his profile, which is basically everybody on the show. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how you can still go on this and think this is going to be good for my career, and then you are that guy. Yeah,
1: (laughs) is he the one
3: that that,
0: uh, played AFL? Almost played AFL. I don't know. He's a radio DJ or something. Uh, Yeah. Okay, one of them, I think, almost but played yeah. AFL, and he's, he comes up as being the biggest asshole in the world, according to
3: anything <laughs> on the news. <laughs> oh yeah, well, might be the same bloke, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> All right, what about yeah. you, Jared? What do you have? So I've got a couple of things in. I um, So I've smashed through almost the entire run of Blackadder. Yes. Um, Yeah, really enjoying that. And funnily enough, my son kind of wandered in and now thinks Baldrick is the funniest thing he's ever seen. (laughs) He was. He was the best (laughs) Uh, of them kids, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was in absolute stitches when... They showed that little clip in the Bald- in the the Blackout of Christmas Carol, where they showed the future, and in comes Baldrick dressed like Sean Connery out of Zardoz or whatever it is, in the fucking leather the leather speedos. And yeah, my son was laughing for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> Just at that. I too That's a was good I too was in hysterics. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's funny because I'd always been a bit of a Rowan Atkinson fan, but never never jumped into that. But yeah, absolute classic stuff. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, and Brian Blessed, come on. Brian Blessed, that's right. I mean, the bloke does not have another gear. It's on or off It's <laughs> Brian Blessed. It's bellowing and carrying yeah, It's, and it's
0: fucking foot to the floor or, yeah. or, or stand on the brakes.
3: That's it, pretty much. Um yeah, he's either out of the saddle or he's not moving, basically. Like it's just it's, They had so many good actors in that. Yeah, yeah, I love how they all come back in different roles too. Like yeah. there's the core group that kind of move around a bit, but a few of them change roles and mm. um, in and out. And I had a handful of trips to the cinema as really? well. The worst one was Tom and Jerry. I was, you know. (laughs) My kid kid walked out out of that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) First movie he'd ever been to. Got bored halfway through and then he was like,
1: I'm done. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. Well, he he knows where it's at. And Godzilla vs. Kong. Yep. I checked that out. Any good?
1: Uh, Yeah, I liked it. Look, it's stupid. It's a bit stupid. But,
3: I mean, you know that going in, you knew exactly what you were there for. And when the brawling through the cities is going on some of it's just fucking spectacular mm. so that's what i was there for you know i wasn't there to i wasn't there for the grand sort of acting performances or, or character <laughs> development or anything like that And they have a crew of decent act- actors but the storyline to get them together is just silly it's very very silly but as i said to you adam the the logic and the the, the sense in getting them together is basically like a city that the two of them are trampling through it's just fucking a, just a wreck but <laughs> When they get together, it's good fun. They're, they're, they throw down. It's yeah, that's what you're there for. Mm. So I enjoyed it. I had a really good time. And the other one was uh, nobody, I saw of, that which I too. believe you also saw. Yeah, had a good time with it. The, the situation that that plays out is pretty run of the mill, but it was good fun to see. Um, good fun to see Bob. What's, what is it, Bob Odenkirk? Odenkirk um, in that kind of role,
1: yeah, and
3: having a bit of fun with it, and I mean the the brawl on the bus where he kicks the shit out of Daniel Bernhardt and Adelaide Moosi and all these all these you know veteran kind of martial arts actors slash stuntmen, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely love that, and he's just got the demeanour that you kind of still bought it. Like he's mm. he's a good actor and he has that demeanour. It's it's kind of like Saul Goodman, but with the edge of a real hard ass. <laughs> a couple of scenes where he plays it out, and he's just got to do a bit of talking. And you're looking at him, and you can see, yeah, he fits that Mister Nobody kind of situation perfectly. But when he starts talking the talk, you're like, oh, okay, Yeah. <laughs> he might be able to back that up. So, this day and yeah. age, it's a bit more believable. Anyone can yeah. know
2: martial arts. That's
3: right. That's anyone right. can
2: kick your ass.
3: But yeah, some of the scenes where he's just cutting a swath is uh, fucking awesome. And that was that again. That was where the fun was. So yeah, I would I would check that out if you. Obviously, there's not a hell of a lot going on on the action front in the cinemas at the moment. So no. yeah. So that's uh, that was me, Adam. Probably a good segue. You can get get your thoughts in on that one.
0: Yes, look, I I enjoyed it. It obviously reeked a little bit of John Wick. No surprise, yep. it's ridden by the same bloke, and it it perhaps wasn't on that level. But I like you. The the fight in the bus was just. Piss funny, especially considering he gets chucked out the
3: window and then, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the difference, right? That was that was the uh, I, I agree, there was definitely shades of John Wick, but yeah, that first one there where he kind of unloads for the first time in a while, he gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where he kind of goes through the window is excellent because you see him fucking brushing himself off and coming back in the door, and they're all sitting there kind of going, oh, licking their wounds, <laughs> and then they see him walk back in the door, and all four of them are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was really cool. I liked it. Yeah,
0: look, I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely um, worth a viewing. i tell you what I, I jumped on, and I'd forgotten how good this was. I watched Pain and Gain. Mm. I don't know why. I was just sitting there on the, on the DVD shelf, and I was like,
3: I haven't seen this in a while. What's I fucking loved it. It's That's really, the, really good. It's um, the Michael Bay one where he took that true story of, of these um, people that committed a fucking abduction, basically, but they were just bozos, mm. and he turned it into a bit of a comedy. So it's like Mark Wahlberg and The Rock and, yeah, it's good stuff. It All has
0: right. some absolutely hilarious moments, and I forgot one particular sequence where Mark Wahlberg. Working Neighbourhood Watch and he's then teaching the kids how to play basketball and he's dunking on them oh, and talking yeah, trash. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of all that, he's sitting there and he's, he's going, he's giving them a little pep talk about how they can all be, you know, all be ladies' men and all this sort of shit. Then he goes, points to the five fat kids and goes, you, you, you and you, jog at home. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. And The Rock is really, really good. Well, his performance yeah, he is,
3: is actually really good. Mm. Yeah, because he starts getting on the drugs and stuff, and then there, doesn't he start kind of getting um, a little bit religious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets <laughs> religious and
0: he's on the coke and then he's... There's a scene where they're doing the Neighbourhood Watch and he's fucking coked to the eyeballs. <laughs> he keeps interrupting and all this, talking about how you know, people are going to get attacked and all this. Just, it's just very amusing because... That was about the point where he started, you know, we were still sort of trying to find out if he, he had any chops outside of sort of action films, mm. and he showcases quite a bit. Yeah. You, you still think he's not as well-rounded as,
3: was it Batista? Batista. <laughs> mm. Speaking yeah. of
0: Batista, I watched Stuba.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, Yeah. <laughs> Look, you're laughing. That's no, I positive. Laugh. Look, I laugh. Anything where a
0: massive hulking guy runs into things, I <laughs> seem to find yeah. that amusing.
3: Oh, mate, that opening sequence where he's trying to drive while his vision is impaired, yeah. I was in stitches. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it's not exactly black adder, but it was it was good enough for me. He goes, screaming laughing, at he's one.
0: screaming there going, get out of the way. <laughs> no, there's no one there and he drives into a hole. I mean, I don't know. It sounds bloody ridiculous, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. It was interesting, too, because um, I didn't realise Mira Sorvino was in it. And I was like, shit, Mm. we haven't seen her for ages.
1: Mm.
0: And then, of course, uh, you know, I then racked my brain and realised she'd been blacklisted, I believe. Yeah. During the Harvey Weinstein era. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? It's actually really good to see her. And she actually is a pretty good actress. She yes. really got screwed.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: then watched Searching on Netflix. Um, it's, What's that uh, one? It's one with the guy from Harold and Kumar, John Cho. Yep. And it's basically all done on the computer screen. His daughter goes yep. missing and then he starts trying to find out well, where she might have been, who she may have been in contact with, and going through her social media and all this sort of stuff to find her and connects with a detective on the case, which is Deborah Messing. And it's all done over FaceTime and all that. It's kind of a little bit like something like, what was that horror one? Unfriended? Unfriended. hosts and, yeah. And it was really good for the most part. The kind of the, the sort of the finale and the answers to everything are just a little bit disappointing, but overall I thought it was really well handled and John Cho is excellent because he spends the whole time basically on screen. Uh, So Mm. definitely worth a look. It's on Netflix. I watched Cobra Kai season one. Yes. And got started up season two. uh, Really enjoying it. I really like what they've done with it. I think it's a really interesting kind of – I think you put it, Jared, as kind of like – Recontextualizing the whole original series of films, mm. and I like that. I think that's really good, and I think
3: playing it from Johnny's angle is 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 a great way to look at it. Yeah, well, I, I just love the way that Danny Larusso was the same person. Yeah. But when they show it from this angle, he looks like a real dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just both look like dickheads. Yeah, well, that's. I like the way you know it, they they kind of give everyone their moments of. They kind of look at it and say, "Well, if you look at it from this angle, it looks totally different." But then they also show, "Well, Johnny's a bit of a ball bag as well." And they as they as they go on, you you realise there's not really good guys and bad guys. There's parts of it that are like. It's like the WWE where there'll just be a heel turn and something will just happen and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, that was one of my favourite good guys. And now they're now we're supposed to not like him and you just get this sense that, all right, everyone's got their flaws and everyone's... yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's fucking great fun. I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, and I agree with the fact that you're not sure who to root for because they're showing kind of both sides of the coin and whether you, you know, like... The, you already know the kids who are in Cobra Kai, but you also know the, the you know the um Johnny's son who's now with Daniel and all that sort of stuff, so that mm. they're spending time with everyone and I think that's that's a good way to do it. There is no yeah. kind of good and bad as you said that's a dog move
2: though <laughs> that is a dog move okay. yeah train my enemy's son yeah, yeah true
0: cold blooded well, I actually thought that initially his daughter might go over to Cobra Kai, but yeah. Because initially, you know, she had, that friend of hers went over there and obviously she was dating Miguel and I thought that's what was going to happen. It was going to be, you know, kind of like at odds with each other because both parties were training their, their kids. But that didn't happen. But otherwise, I, I think it's fantastic. I finally finished Outer Banks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: stuck with it? I stuck with it, but only because Netflix kept <laughs> emailing me saying, have you finished with this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I better get on it. Didn't have the heart to reply. <laughs> they look, shaved
1: you into it. <laughs>
0: look, yeah, they shaved me into it. Look, it, it wasn't too bad, but I pointed out initially, all this kind of cut-rate drama shit, it just it bogged it down, and it's another, I think, problem with Netflix, and I think we talked about this last episode. It didn't have ten episodes in it. But I think Netflix is paying people ten we need 10 episodes worth of content from you. It. Mm. And it's not a 10-episode show. I mean, at best, it was a six, you know. So I don't even mind a six-episode show. I'll take six no, if it's I'll a quality six. Yeah, that's right. But it was just, it was full of bloat. And then by the end of it, I mean, one guy is wanted for murder and these dickheads are driving around in a fucking four-wheel drive right in the public, and all he's doing is he's just got his seat sort of wound back. And I'm like, yeah, of course someone's <laughs> going to see you, you ballsack. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, Jared, yes. I watched uh, Walker Episode 7.
3: Oh, I haven't got there yet. <laughs> oh, no, I have, actually. Yeah, yeah you're on yeah. ahead. Absolutely yep. nothing happened in that episode. No, absolutely nothing <laughs> oh, <God>. happened. No. <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, was my of, God, what's going on? was
3: soccer or something,
0: wasn't
3: there? Yeah, there was something involving soccer. And let's, then... let's get rid of the soccer. Yeah, we don't need any, any we, soccer, right?
0: We sort of what? kept moving forward with the twist that they'd taken. Both parties, you know, remember the, the brother and, and the chief yep. police, the police chief went to Mexico.
3: Yeah, um, which is where it needs to be, I think. Take it to Mexico, you think? No, no, no. Well, that's that's what we're there we can for. I'm not that there for, for the Polka
0: or something. I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. there for the I'm not there for the soccer game. I mean, it was an episode where I'm like the main plot. I'm sitting there going, oh, "Fuck!" And whenever the subplot came up, I'm like, "Right, this is what we're here for." Yeah, and that's that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, that's a big issue.
0: And also, I'm sort of Stan doesn't. Well, I don't know if this is the CW, whoever owns it or whatever, but there seems to be breaks between episodes now.
3: No, that's CW. Well, they still do it with these superhero shows too, mid-season finales and it's not a fucking mid-season finale. It's a season or it's not a fucking season. Like, just tell us. Is it a season or is it half a season? We don't need a mid-season finale. (laughs) Just continue to punch through an episode a week
1: and dispense uh, with the bullshit.
3: End of season beginning? What's uh, what's going on? Yeah. Like I mean, season one point five or season <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck's going on? Listen. But yeah, yeah, they they did the mid season break and then we had a fucking two week hiatus yeah,
1: or something.
0: I know. <laughs> Walker, you have not got the luxury of taking
1: breaks. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. People are dropping yeah. off in droves. I haven't
3: been I haven't been reeled into the shore yet. I'm still on the line, so these <laughs> mid-season hiatuses are giving me the chance to fucking reef myself off the hook and and watch something else.
0: <laughs> look, episode eight is out, so look, I'm still there. I'm still in. <laughs> Mm. You
2: just that, talked me out
1: of it. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> what, pretty you know, tired
0: of this mid-season bullshit. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm fucking sick to death of it. Okay. The last two things, I actually read a couple of scripts. I mm. read one that was written in 1984 by Shane Black and Fred Decker called Shadow Company. And the version that they, they've they leaked online was from 1988 and it was actually to be directed by John Carpenter and it was produced by Walter Hill. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck did this not get made? Mm. I mean, 88, these guys were hot. Yeah, shit, yeah. And they said it it came close but then fell apart and basically it reads very much like um, Universal Soldier. Right. But ten times better. It's It's a really good script not quite at the level of some of their, you know, their best work in terms of snappy dialogue, but the ideas are great. Mm. Uh, and it would have made for a really good movie, I think, especially with someone like Carpenter behind it, because it's kind of horror mixed with action, and I think he could have done something good with that. Mm. And from what I read, he was coming off They Live and Big Trouble in Little China, and that's why things had cooled a touch.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, But it's definitely worth a read. The other one. Which is crazy because they live is. The more I watch they live, the more I like it. It's excellent. And big trouble in China, obviously. The best. So there you go. Like, yeah. I don't know. The other one I read was
0: I got. I finally found the original version of the Predator script. Mm hmm. And look, it is not their best work. (laughs) I'll be honest. But it is ten times better than what they what was put on screen right it actually makes sense well, that's a start <laughs> I mean, you can kind of see what went wrong. They removed this whole thing at the end where it turns out that a couple of predators had landed on Earth and had actually become I guess you'd call it like liaison or whatever with the military,
3: yeah, knowing that I'm I'm assuming, I'm assuming was they're the ones. I'm assuming they're the ones where we got the shots of them in the tank and stuff.
0: And then when they decided to cut that out, they then had to go backwards and cut out all the stuff that had led, like, had sort of found, like, was in the script earlier that Hmm. would have brought us to that place. And, of course, that then opens up all these holes. So if you watch the movie, you you start wondering, well, how did they get here? How did they commandeer this vehicle? It's all been cut out. But in the script, it tells you how that all happened. Yeah, yeah. And it, I know that Shane Black has kind of come out and said, oh, look, I thought what we originally shot wasn't that good, but I reckon he's just he's just minding his P's and Q's. So on the company one. Yeah. Surely he's got to be coming out and saying, you paid us to put this together and then you didn't like it and you chopped the shit out of it. Hmm. And 20th Century Fox was having a had a real bad fucking reputation for this around that time because they ripped the guts out of Fantastic Four, I believe.
3: Yeah, well, I think that was another one where I think Josh Trank would like us to believe that they'd ripped the guts out of it, but I think the guts were pretty rotten. <laughs> pretty right, bad. So.
0: And they'd also, they also tore apart that other one, the X-Men one, the New Mutants. Yeah, yeah. I think that also might have had similar problems. It wasn't a very good idea.
3: Yeah, that was another prime example because I think what they did with that one was after it was shot, they advised him to go back and reshoot it to make it less dark. But then got feedback that it should have been darker or whatever, so tried to re-put some of the shit that they'd <laughs> taken out back in. Like it's just if you if you believe in the if you believe in the vision, you just fucking stick to it, right? Well, That's why Jason Blum yeah. for good and bad does that, and we've had a couple of real gems because of it had a couple of stinkers as well but it, he backs a vision right
0: but i guess for him he's not paying top dollar you know all of those films i mentioned were highly yeah, budgeted but, films
3: but you only pay top dollar because you said we'll pay top dollar and we'll pay you I this know. much money i know but like,
0: my thing don't is don't
3: do that without without having faith in the fucking product
0: mm. well this is it for me is you hired people to write the script you saw the script before they started shooting the film. If yeah. there were problems, iron them
3: out before it starts. So this is, again, like we've spoken about before, Blum puts a film together and doesn't fucking, doesn't think about where it's going to be released or whatever the until he sees it. The
2: side of things.
3: Yeah, until he sees the fucking product and then he says, right, well, we'll decide whether this is going to cinemas or we're going to sell it to Netflix or whatever. I know you need to lock in a few things and lock in a schedule... But if you've locked in the Fantastic Four and the script you get is something that you've got no faith in whatsoever, you put a message out and say, this has got to be fucking put back six months. Yeah. Because we're behind schedule. You don't think, (laughs) fuck, we've got to rush this ahead because we've got, you know, this... I just don't... I don't know. (laughs) The conversation might be, though, whatever we put out, people are going to go see it. Yeah. But then with the Fantastic Four, I mean, you fucking destroyed the company and now Disney owns it. Yeah. So... Maybe the conversation needs to shift a little bit in that regard. <laughs> like this is that they're sitting there going, "This is this is what we've got left of you know the Marvel properties that we have the rights to." You got to make it work, and and they they fucked it up. And
0: look, with regards to the Predator. It wasn't a destined, destined to be a hit, right? I can kinda see how a new mutants or a Fantastic Four they just go, Oh look, whip it together, put it out. People will watch it because it's a it's a known superhero property. Right. Yeah, they didn't. New mutants got delayed by fucking oh, did a it? year
3: or two. I didn't yeah,
0: know I they... wasn't aware of that one. But Fantastic Four I believe they hit their release date, didn't they? And
3: no one yeah, was they, interested. They released Fantastic Four but they they shelved new mutants for a while.
0: The Predator was obviously not, you know not had not made a ton of money. Yeah. But the script had interesting ideas. The whole idea that the Predator was on the planet looking to assimilate with the best warrior. Right? And take pieces of that warrior. That's what they've been doing. Right? Mm-hmm. And the idea that the little boy was the, the, the old the warrior they were after because of his his autism and everything. It, that was interesting shit, uh, and the idea that the predators ha- had landed on Earth and were actually trying to tell the military this thing is coming for us, mm. this other predator that actually had human DNA in it. Yeah, that stuff was was interesting stuff. As I said, it's yeah. not
3: his best written script. Yeah. Well, in the, the end result, that was super clumsy. The yeah. whole the the father son stuff yeah and was telegraphed from very early on and it ends with the ending that has Arnie
0: yeah and that was really cool yep but it once again and look I'm not knocking Arnie because he didn't want to be in it
3: but I mean fuck but there was a number of there was a, there was a couple of options you could have gone for yeah Fuck, I'd have been happy enough if you, you pulled someone else out. You, pull, you fucking whipped Danny, Danny Glover out of mothballs. I'd have been all right with that.
0: <laughs> so my thinking is you hired a bloke who you had tons of faith in. He wrote a script that was, uh, was not bad, and then mm. you get cold feet. I don't understand why you get cold feet, and then you just cobble together this pile of shit, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because the movie is. It's a pile of shit. Like, for its first hour is actually not bad because that's the stuff they didn't chop up. But the end of it is just a shambles, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I have great. not seen it since. Hmm. Um, so oh, it was really interesting <laughs> to read because it's just interesting to hear
3: the vision from, from how it was intended. Yeah. And it kind of made a lot more sense. Funny that you mentioned that you did a bit of reading, Adam. Because I finally uh, knocked well, over. You don't a- think I can't read? I can read. I, fi- <laughs> I finally uh, knocked over a book by Stephen King that I've been meaning to read for a while. You yes. know, supporting supports support your struggling artists, everyone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I uh, I finally knocked over Joyland. Yeah. So if you haven't if you haven't got onto that, check it out. It's pretty yeah, fairly, fairly breezy. I think it's about three hundred pages, but it fits right in with something like Stand by Me. It's like you look at Stand by Me and it's you know childhood and then thinking back when he's 40 50 on. Yeah. This one kind of is thinking back to his early 20s where he, where he kind of takes a takes a bit of a break from university. Yeah. And reflecting back on it as a 60 year old but yeah, definitely really definitely good. check it out. King has done some really solid work in the last last 10 odd years I what? started I started Firestarter for the third
2: time oh. <laughs> I started it I keep putting it down
3: yeah yeah but you got to support
0: your struggling artist as Jared just said that's, that's right, right. the that's poor right. bloke can't catch a break <laughs> <laughs> yep I picked up a couple of his um, TV series mm. to um, watch I picked up Castle Rock season 2 and um, The Outsider oh, yep. yes get on it I love The Outsider yeah so, I'll give them a go. And I've got Mr. Mercedes season two there as well. So, look, I'm helping Stephen. I'm keeping yeah. food on the table at his place. Just
3: out of the goodness of my heart. Not, exactly. not because, you know. Exactly. I, you know, I, I look at it and I think, oh, here's another, you know, here's another middling effort from King, but he needs the support. So. Look,
0: if he was a bum sitting out on the street, I'd drop
3: a dollar into his little cup. Well, he's close Adam. If you if you don't keep watching those things, he'll be will be on the breadline soon, so just just keep it up. Exactly.
0: Alright, that was everything for me. Let's take a break, and here is the trailer for 1986's The Fly.
1: Dr. Seth Brundle's brilliant invention
0: goes horribly wrong. And two beings merge into one. Rated R. starts Friday August 15th at theaters everywhere the fly from 1986 directed by David Cronenberg who directed a history of violence produced by Stuart Cornfeld who produced Tropic Thunder and un- uncredited producing by Mel Brooks who produced Robin Hood men in tights) <laughs> Strange producer, and credit. It's written by Cronenberg, Charles Edward Pogue, who wrote Psycho 3, and it's based on the short story by George Langolan. It stars Jeff Goldblum as Seth Brundle, Gina Davis as Veronica Quaif, and John Getz as Stathis Borens. The budget was $15 million, and the box office was $60 million worldwide. It was actually originally a project for Tim Burton, to direct which would have been very interesting and quite different I suggest mm.
3: Jared your thoughts on the fly it's an interesting little piece of work I like the way that it's it's kept very sort of personal and close between the characters it's really you only see a handful of them on screen for any any significant length of time which is uh, it works really well to, to sort of develop the, the relationships between them and and give it some time to breathe and some time to to develop arcs. When the shit starts to go down, I mean, it's fucking gross to look at it sometimes. <laughs> which is very effective. It's very effective for what we're going for and what you know what people's readings of the films are and that sort of thing. So I'm going to go with uh, a three and a half, or as I like to call it now, a snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, You're giving Snake Eyes
0: straight out, Maddie. You're giving this five.
2: <laughs> you guys need to relax a bit more and enjoy your movies.
0: Snake Eyes is all right.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. I
3: prefer Fly's Eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I will agree to disagree on that one. Uh, <clears throat> Maddie, what's your take on the fly?
2: Look, I. Definitely this is probably one of the first horror movies I saw as a kid. And I it has I, I wish I could see it again with fresh eyes. Like you know what's gonna happen. Mm. But uh and I think that <laughs> they they shock you in a couple of bits, but you sort of know it's coming, like you're waiting for it to happen when you when you're watching it retrospectively. But uh the the performances are sort of a little bit mixed in places, the Concept is incredible, and uh, a, a lot of fun to play with. But like you were saying, I'm watching it going. This is you could make this into a play. Like there's basically four characters in the in the thing, and and one of them's not really very significant. So um, yeah, but I, I enjoy it. It's a it's fun. Goblins off the chain, So. Imagine Nicolas Cage playing that role. But, uh, yeah, so Cage I... is the fly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't. So, yeah. Please there's, don't. there's bits where it falls away, mainly mainly the the end section, but uh, which is a sad place for it to fall away in. So I, I set on a three on this one. A three?
0: Mm. Snake Eyes is better than this. <laughs> hell. I just got <laughs> disappointed by the end. That's all.
1: Yeah, yeah. well I guess the Snake Eyes did snake as well. I had
2: really low expectations for <laughs> Snake
3: Eyes. I'm
0: just
2: <laughs> oh,
3: I love it. Okay,
0: yeah. I really enjoyed this. I, th- I think it's one of the better horror remakes. Goldblum is really, really good. This is the kind of role fit for him. You know that that kind of because it's a science guy, a little bit nerdy, a little bit strange. He's got the ticks and everything like that. But he's a solid enough actor, and he—I mean, him and Jenna Davis, I think, were married at that stage. Maybe not oh, really. Yeah, there's really? there's some chemistry between them that works at
3: times. Well, it's not it's not Jared Padalecki and his, his oh. wife. It's, it's better than that. <laughs> oh, God no, that you can set fire to a house with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when nothing's happening in the episode. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) Honestly, sorry to to backtrack, but I'd like to see an 85-year-old Chuck Norris. (laughs)
3: His (laughs) cameo has got to be coming up. They're going to get desperate and they're going to ask him to cameo. (laughs) It has to happen. But I think it's a really solid film. It
0: has moments that, yes, are very gross. I do (laughs) think that personally... It's a movie that could have done with a little extra time, and I don't say that often. I like my movies lean and mean, but <laughs> it could have done with an extra 10 or 15 minutes to solidify some of those relationships because things are a tad quick in a sense of mm. the relationship between them.
1: They do a Did good you enough- see the
0: deleted scene?
3: No. Which one? The cat. The oh, cat. Yeah. The cat. He, I haven't seen it. I've heard about it, but I'm, I have watched
2: it. Yeah, he splices a cat with, a, with a, a baboon. Yeah, the baboon, and it comes out as like a cat baboon, and then he beats the shit out of it with a, oh, <laughs> with, yeah, a that's pile, right. with a pipe. They had not taken uh, it out because they were worried that it would have made him. It made him look
3: like a villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically just said that any of the sympathy that they were trying to develop just went Kids and and animals. as soon as they did yeah. that. Kids and animals, they said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I could have done
3: with a little extra, little extra material. Which you know? Did you read that the uh, the the baboons were a little bit um, fiery? They said they were a bit fiery, and Cronenberg was saying I was a little bit worried because you know they are wild animals and whatever. But because Goldblum's a, a tall, very tall bloke, and you know he was muscly at the time, whatever. He reckons that they kind of ceded to him. Yeah, oh, yeah really? And they were okay with him, and the Goldblum was helping the fucking animal wrangler <laughs> keep him in check. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a lot of charisma. Well, look, yeah, he, and like, he
0: is a big dude. So you can kind of see how that might happen. I, get, I go is he four. In, four is he in
3: ripping Nick at him? Four.
0: Well, he's 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 in ripping Goldblum, Nick. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said he, you know, he didn't he did impress me like, say, a Frank Grillo in boss level. Okay, yeah, fair that's enough. That's sort of ripping.
3: Or an Adrian Brody in, in Predators. No, that's correct. Sort of. You know, that's that's ripping. That kind of rig? Yeah, that kind of rig. Yeah, similar to mine.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I think of when you take your shirt off and think, shit, Adrian Brody, you're <laughs> Predators.
1: <laughs>
3: I take mine off and you think, shit, Danny Trejo in Predators. <laughs> Actually, no, you don't, because Danny Trejo's still got a better ring than I do.
0: So. <laughs> no, my first thought is, sure, he's wearing a sweater. <laughs> I gave it 4 out of 5. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was – I mean, I agree in, in some respects, Mad, Maddie, that the ending does kind of – isn't quite as strong as the earlier part. Yeah. Mm. But I actually think that when it gets right down to it right at the end, and I'll get to it in my likes, is it actually comes across quite sad.
1: Yeah, it does very much so. And I think, I
0: think that's a fantastic thing in a horror film a gross horror film like this, you know, made by a guy who sort of reveled in sort of body horror his whole mm. career at that stage, it, it kind of,
3: it's, it's, it's
0: got some pathos,
3: I think,
1: it's mm. fair to say.
3: Yeah, yeah I think uh, for me it was, it was similar to what Maddie said. It was the knowing what was coming along. Like it, it, uh, on the rewatch – some of those things didn't quite hold the impact because yeah. I'd only actually I'd only watched it in the last probably 18 months two years something like that mm. so yeah that, that's where it kind of dropped off a little bit towards the end for me too but I don't think I can disagree with much that you're, you're saying there Adam
2: yeah I know look it's a, a fine line for me especially between <laughs> between, between star, so uh, yeah, the between a star. but the yeah I've got I, I guess we'll talk about it later but I've got Sort of hung up on some of the special effects, and then the mm. and then the plot went to a stupid place. I think as soon as they took it away from the interaction between the people, yeah, and he left the left where he was. I felt like I didn't quite fit in with what what had been going on previously.
3: Have you seen uh, Have you seen any other Cronenberg? What, is, is he? Scanners? What is it? Yeah, scanners. Yeah, I've seen that one. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little story. When I was, I can't remember how old I was. Adam and I were at the video store and Adam's coming out with, oh, shit, Video Drone. I haven't seen this in a while. You should check it out. I think I was about 16. <laughs> and we started watching Video drone. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is this? That's
1: right. going
3: on? I think Adam was too. I think we got to the point where videotapes were going in bodies and I'm like, what, what? what are you watching here? And then... So yeah, I, I can't say I've treated Cronenberg much like you've treated Denzel Washington, Matty. It, just a passing, <laughs> passing glance here and there. Yeah, <laughs> so, kind of. Um, yeah, I think it's probably t- high time that I went back and had a had a look at a bit more of his work because after looking at the Fly, I was very, mm. I was pretty high on it last time. Again, I was high on it this time, but probably not as much. But yeah, um, yeah I'm definitely keen to check out what else From he's, what he's got heard, to offer.
0: From what I've heard, a lot of his newer films, you know, he's gone away from that sort of stuff he was doing back in the early days, which was the body horror sort of stuff. And he's gone to things like, you know, History of Violence or Eastern Mm. Promises and stuff like that. Um, Jason X cameos.
1: Jason (laughs) X cameos,
0: the best thing he's done. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, side note, when me and my wife first started dating, guess which movie I took her to?
3: First movie out, Jason X. History sure. of Violence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can beat that. Oh, mate, uh, you I just, hate to you're say a boisterous. Ooh, the romance involved in such
1: a film.
2: I went, I went on a first date to um, little, what is it, little children? Didn't know what it was about. I was like, it's got, it's got Kate Winslet in it. Is that the It's gonna be all right. And there's, like, two furious masturbation scenes in it and a pedophile. I fucked that up. I didn't go on a second date. I was was too embarrassed to call back. I saw her she was like, why didn't you call me back? I was like, I thought it was over after that. I said, Didn't get a kiss goodbye. I was like, alright, oh, that's it. You, you, you should have that was horrible for my confidence.
3: You should have taken it to a Denzel Washington movie. That's the move, right? Yeah, yeah. That was probably the other option.
0: Exactly, mate. He's only got his movies have only got one Furious <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh.
2: oh. One of them, he, the guy's finished the first date. And he's got a pair of underwear on his head, I think, eh? and he's <laughs>
1: Anyway. Oh, what are we doing here? This is this is
2: this this is my wife.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next time do some more research. <laughs> Did not marry her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: didn't, she didn't marry you.
2: Turned out alright. It's all
0: good. She, yes. This was your wife? Was no, no. Oh, no. Christ.
2: No. Oh, I, learned, I learned from that mistake. Oh. <laughs> oh, I put a bit more thought into it the next time.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was I pretty
2: oh. it would have been. It would have been like Pride and Prejudice or something <laughs> safe. <laughs> something safe for the next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
3: excellent. Oh. That's possibly the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs>
0: We've got no track. Shit, focus, damn it. <laughs> All right, look, the likes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can finally understand why you gave Snake Eyes three and a half. <laughs> That's the, the only you, other movie I've oh, seen
1: before Yeah, That's that. considered, <laughs> that's considered a safe On a first film. date. <laughs> 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 Jesus.
2: Speed 2 was the second film I'd seen. Uh, and so uh, <laughs>
1: Jesus <Christ>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 uh. All right, all right. I oh, think... Well.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Jenna Davis both give really, really solid performances here.
1: Oh, shit.
3: Uh, I thought you were going to say they both seriously
1: masturbate.
0: <laughs> oh, so bad. Stop it. Uh, I'm
3: sorry. Come I'm on. Sorry.
0: Get serious. Get professional. That
2: vomit looked like he'd masturbated out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, <my God>. shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh,
0: come <God>.
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Chad's crying, Steady. just like, <laughs> Okay.
1: Um, like,
0: I think you've hit the nail on the head, Maddie. that their relationship is key here because the film spends, and, I mean, Jared, you pointed it out as well, it, it spends time with those characters, but only in, like, there's not mass... Scenes of you know heaps of characters together. It's only just like ones and twos, um, yep. and so you really need to sell the character development between those two. Yeah, and I think they do a really good job of that. Mm. Goldblum, as I said, it's this is the perfect sort of role for him.
3: His e- eccentricities are uh, exactly yeah. what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for this he's such character. a strange, such a strange cat. But he's just. He's, he's like watchable. He plays Asperger's really well.
0: I've gotta be honest th- with you. My personal favourite bit's when he's rocking around his tidy whities and then she says something about not wanting to get in the um pod, and he just fucking blows his stack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, You're no fucking fun. And he starts blowing
2: up. I'm just like, he loses it.
0: where did this come from? Yeah. His
2: character development's pretty solid through this. Like yeah. the he can just see he goes from being the the scientist. It's a bit weird how he's like, "I can't tell anybody but you about this, but he's just trying to that's his his weird seduction technique, yeah, but the you see how he goes like he goes from that I was playing the piano, you can see he's a bit weird, but it's charming, yeah and then uh and then he's like he trusts her to be the the fly on the wall and 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 document his story, talks her into it, and he's like he's not confident at that point he's like. Just take as much as you can stand of me and then, and then disappear. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, definitely there's a massive switch after he's gone through the pod and mm. they do a good job of that. Yeah.
0: And they take a little bit of time to establish that there's definitely something wrong with him, but it's a strangely kind of intriguing initially He's got tons of energy and he's you know, his strength is out of out of no you know, out of this world and he's he's talking a mile a minute and all that sort of stuff yeah. and then it starts to segue into something not right, you
1: know. Yeah.
0: I like it. I liked watching it as well. You'd pick up things and you'd be like, That's a bit
2: weird, like his clothes. That's a bit weird he's wearing that again. Yeah. And then she starts asking him about it and there's an explanation. Yeah. But he's trying to be like Einstein and save time, you're like, Oh, that's kinda of cool that They've put those things in there, made it a very watchable experience.
0: Yeah, I, I do like the fact that you—you—you you, you were. I mean, maybe you could have taken some notes on seduction, mate. Your version was to take <laughs> a out. girl to a movie that had furious <laughs> masturbation in it. I mean, <laughs> perhaps perhaps take some
3: notes from Jeff Goldblum in the future. Yeah, <laughs> just build yourself a just build yourself a teleporter, a teleporter, and learn the piano. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought, yeah, he absolutely cracked it out on the piano when they, when she got back there. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I actually, I, I liked all that though because we knew he was he was a little bit odd. He was a little mm. bit different, and it's sort of like you said. We get, we get the time to see those little things. Mm. Like, there's nothing. He just goes in and he just jumps on the piano and starts yeah. going off, and you just kind of like. All right, but it's it does act it's those little moments and like you said the stuff about the the Einstein thing and uh, there's even bits the, and pieces and that and even the
2: exposition you. isn't right at the beginning like they could have easily just gone given him award for his amazing work and yeah. then you know all of a sudden that he's a good scientist. Yeah, yeah, but they wait until in the middle of it. I've done my research on him. I know that he's a good scientist and he's like 20 year old. Uh,
3: savant and all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's right. The start just, it's absolutely just flies straight into it. Yeah. And I really like that it didn't bother with any of that sort of bullshit. Although it does, you know, it does bring up a few questions about how she ended up in conversation with him and he just dropped, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I've got the best machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got the best ideas and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I really like that it just, it just dispensed with all that shit and just spent the time with them.
0: Yeah. Well, the opening five minutes, we've we've met the, the the two characters, we've seen the telepods, and we've seen how they they operate. Within yeah. the first five minutes, we kind of have the basics of what where we're going. With mm. that, and we've got
2: the fundamental mm. stepping stones of the beginning of a romance as well, which is correct. I guess I guess this is a. a a romantic movie to some extent it just goes horribly wrong. A yep. Because they're actually they're a nice couple. They get along. She gains confidence along the way. Yeah. He gains confidence along the way. They are sort of complimenting each other, and yeah. And then it just the change
0: happens. Well, it's that's great. the thing too, is because they've spent that time, you still care for Seth, even though he's doing yeah. these horrible things at the end. Yeah. And towards the end, he's starting to become like a megalomaniac and fucking desperate yeah. to kind of get her to go into the pod. But you still care about him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Absolutely. that's important.
0: You have to care about him. Yeah. And the I think
2: the relationship there, there's moments, there's glimpses of what of of him coming back to being that romantic. The you need to leave because if you don't i'm going to hurt you yeah or like he just he he just he like has the he comes back to being the old seth at
3: times yeah
1: that's yeah, true and I,
3: I liked i actually liked that it went through that process of you know showing him when his ego is sort of unchecked you know he's 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 exposed to his own brilliance i guess and he starts fucking losing losing control there for a little bit yeah which actually it, as you said it, it sort of adds to a, a tragic element towards the end, yes. Because in the start of the movie, you got that sense of that they were a, they were a good couple, they were falling in love, yeah. And, and then it sort of goes through these swings and roundabouts where he treats her like shit, but then comes back to it, and you're kind of sitting there going, oh, "What could have been," you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, and it, it just looks well.
2: it looks like an abusive relationship or a, someone's on drugs or something like that. Yeah. It looks it, familiar. It's interesting <laughs> you say it's you, mentioned, like you've ever seen.
0: You, you, you mentioned the abusive relationship because I kind of got a sense that that was also the case with the other bloke.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he had a controlling sort of relationship on her, but then he kind of comes to the fore at the end.
3: Yeah. You yeah. know, which I thought which was I interesting to kind of twist but... it on its head a little bit. I think the read on it that most people have is, and I think Cronenberg has said this himself, that it's like it's a, a story about like uh, de- degenerative diseases or, or terminal diseases and Old, like old that. age, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you see you know, we've had you know people in our lives go through stuff like that and there is an element of not necessarily the ego but where shit's fallen apart, where they do kind of act like in ways that you haven't seen. Before, like yeah, exactly. lose temper or something like that. Mm. So it's yeah, it's interesting to see it from those those perspectives when you've got that sort of read on it.
0: Yeah, and look, that's interesting stuff. And I think Cronenberg directs the film really well. His cold sort of clinical style at that period point in his career, it really works for this. Yeah. And yet he kind of infuses it with. As I said, there's a sadness, there's pathos about this relationship and where it could have been. It's kind of a love story, but just a really gross one, you know. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like He he kind of manages to infuse it with a lot more emotion than I would have anticipated looking at his catalogue prior to this.
3: Yeah, well, there was no video cassettes being stuck, stuck in, in. bellies animals. and, and bellies flesh and... guns and all this kind of random shit <laughs> and heads exploding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I wasn't, uh, Adam, I wasn't mentally prepared at the time to be watching nah. video <laughs> And, of
0: course, of course, I was doing a super bag up job of you know, looking after young charges.
3: <laughs> yeah, fine selection there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually think the practical effects are still pretty good.
3: Yeah, I think they hold up. Mm. Mostly, there's a bit of a stretch at the end where it's a bit too yeah.
1: much. Yeah,
3: I don't mind the the fly, the fully formed sort of fly, but there's a there's a bit before when that where it starts him. to look. Yeah, there's a couple of those yeah. bits where it looks a bit a bit shaky, but the points where it's just him. Early transformation, I yeah. think it's really effective mm-hmm.
0: yeah they play especially
3: this sequence the sequence where she comes in and he's on the roof yeah and they shoot it from kind of like point of view and sort of they cut back to a couple of shots of her. But then every time they go back to shots of him, it's like from her point of view. Hmm. And as he's getting closer and closer, it's fucking creepy. Like when he (laughs) crawls down the wall and kind of jumps to the floor and starts kind of walking over to her, you're like, ew. (laughs) Get away. Yes. (laughs) I can stay on the roof.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, a side note, and this is another like for me, but a bit like Eric Roberts from Best of the Best, Goldblum is cracking a kind of impressive moulay. (laughs) <laughs> it is and so honest. is Jenna Davis,
3: mind you. <laughs> yeah, yep.
0: A good woman's mullet.
3: Yeah, they went through plenty of cans of hairspray on set. I reckon oh, there was a lot. Definitely.
0: Of- and Goldblum was also wandering around in very high strides too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perhaps not he his looks, best look. He looks
2: like he could fit in today. Like he. In- <laughs> the mullet and the and the skinny the skinny tie, he'd be fine. He'd be, you'd be fitting right in. It's a timeless
0: look. <laughs> I don't know about timeless. It's certainly coming back. i um, just a, a side note too. There's a guy in at the start of Code of Silence. Quite frankly, the best mullet I've seen. I mean, the party at the back. It is a rager.
1: Jeez! <laughs> oh,
0: I tell you right now, it's down the middle of his back. Wow. Kind of unbelievable!
3: It makes me want to watch it right now.
0: <laughs> Got to.
3: Yeah. You
0: mentioned yeah. We mentioned the fact that that the film starts really, really sort of dives straight into it um, and doesn't waste a lot of time. Uh, Very I, brisk. Yes, brisk start. The baboon being turned inside out.
1: Oh, <laughs> That's holy hideous, shit. <laughs> God. And
3: that really kind of sold. He, yeah. He's, he, he. You want to get this right. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. jump in there.
1: You're Especially
0: in when he, shit. He puts his head down near the pod window and then pfft, <laughs> some shit just hits it. It's like, oh, no.
1: Yeah. He's made
0: it.
3: But the fact that it seemed like you know when it when it when you look at it on the on the ground, it's still alive. Yeah, yeah. like that just sold it an extra. Yeah. You know, the, the thing's been fucking turned inside out, but it's still kicking.
2: It's yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, it's
1: yeah.
3: Uh, not necessarily
2: a, a a horrible dislike, but I was like, where do you get a monkey from? Well, so well, I was
0: like, where right? do you get two monkeys? Get two I was monkeys. Running
3: the guys fucking run a zoo. Oh, Peter and the WWF would be fucking up his ass with a five-tooth comb. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't have any ethics yeah. committees back then. They get away with anything.
2: Where
0: is that first
2: a, you talk? Send a bloody mouse across first that's not your <laughs> mate. He's apologising to the brother later on. Sorry about your brother.
3: Yeah, start small, Jeff. I was trying to show local, up to Gina Davis. Local pet store, not not exotic animal smuggler.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I can tell you right now mate, Joe Exotics
3: done some shit things, he has to tell the baboon inside out. That we know of. <laughs> I can guarantee if uh if Joe Exotic was on the other end of the the teleporter the line would have been, I'm never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> He would have written a song about it.
1: Hey,
2: All right, to time to start singing about my balls. I
3: saw a baboon. It was inside out.
0: Maybe that's why he's in jail. <laughs>
1: Uh, it Had nothing yep.
0: to do with trying to kill Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a fucking baboon. Inside. The
2: untold story.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I had questions on where he was getting his animals. <laughs> yep. But as you say, Peter would have been asking. Now you had two baboons. Where's the other one? And he's <laughs> pushing a funny bag, a plastic bag, and put it in the bin or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: The baboon. The baboon cat. You got to check that out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, have funny. A look.
3: I didn't realize that it had survived. I didn't realize you could actually the,
2: watch yeah, it. So the guy who's doing the special good. effects was pretty pissed off because they changed the animal and they had to cut the head off and get a new one on. Oh, man. And he was so he was, he was pretty pissed off with it. And you look at it and it looks horrible, but it's, <laughs> it looks pretty funny though.
0: <laughs> did this win an Oscar for special yeah, effects?
2: Yeah, somehow. Yeah, I believe it did. Yeah. The, look, the and this is part of my dislikes, but. Looked a little bit like thriller at the beginning, <laughs> and then as they started adding more and more makeup to it, it looked like Meatloaf from "I Would Do Anything for Love." <laughs> the makeup, <laughs> makeup the makeup is landmark special. Yeah, exactly I know, at, that the time,
0: that at the good. time,
1: at the time. But remember, like,
0: 1986. He looks just like Michael Jackson. 1986, mate. This this is yeah, this yeah. is groundbreaking stuff. Although I will say this, the thing is ten times better. And it was made yeah. in 1982. Yeah, correct. But I felt like he was Goldbl-
2: Goldblum was the most effective when I think the makeup was the most effective when it was subtle. Like the he's yeah. got the lesions on his body and that have started popping up and the little bit of hairs coming through. That was the most effective.
3: Yeah, but it had to progress. I think that the the part for me was the part where it was kind of. The middle ground, like I said, was when he was crawling.
2: That was great. Yeah, I
3: thought that looked good, but the next time you see him, that's where it the started. Four months to later, show yeah. The, yeah, that's where it started to show the, the eardrop, eardrop shakiness. Off. Well, that- <laughs> you could tell it was obviously. I don't know, fucking stop talking about it. I don't want <laughs> to about his fucking eardrop. There's off. a
2: line in there. There's a line in there. He's like, uh, he's got this thing sticking out the side of his. Outside his body, he's like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah. And then you, if you look back at the some of the extras, there's an, an arm that was meant to pop out of there, and oh, uh, he oh, found it okay. disgusting and bit it off himself. Like, they, and they removed that bit because oh, it made God. him too much of a monster. Yeah, just what he becomes. Yeah, but it's a fine line. Really right? interesting. There's like interesting ideas in there.
0: Yeah, look, there's a couple of um, highly amusing dialogue exchanges around yeah. the midpoint. Especially when she, after he has turned the baboon inside out, she says, "The world watching wants to know what you're thinking," and he goes, "Fuck is what I'm thinking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great line. I watched that knowing that you would love it. <laughs> yep. Great line. And then that's followed by where Gina Davis tells her boss, "I'm onto something big, huge," and he goes, "What is
1: cock?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah real high point there yeah. uh, <laughs> high he was an awkward, he was an awkward character <laughs> yeah he was wasn't he although i did like that you know it's a classic little bit of you know classic little bit of character work it's not something we haven't, haven't seen before but his personal feelings kind of rushing things along in terms of you know how he's putting pressure on Sending the magazine cover, like he's gonna yeah, expose yeah. the secret and stuff like that, putting yeah. a little bit of pressure, it put, <laughs> a bit of external pressure. I did, I did like that. Yeah, did he's like gonna. I found him to have like a dichotomy that I couldn't
2: explain though. He's at the beginning, he's just a prick. Like he's like, I don't oh, care I, what you
3: have to dismissive. I'm coming back to that. Don't yeah. worry. I'm gonna. I, I've got some issues with that. Yeah, big time. Well maybe we'll, we'll talk about it then. Though, yeah, I, I did like, but I like the way that his presence. And in his actions started to put a bit of pressure on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that action causes Gina Davis to go and fucking talk to him, mm. which causes Brundle to get drunk and kind of speed up the process and yeah, throw yeah. himself in there instead of another baboon. Perhaps Peter had already visited by that point and said, You better not do this to another one. <laughs> no, he, was on, the phone with, he was on the phone with
0: Joe Exotic and couldn't source a fucking tiger
3: <laughs> to put in there. <laughs> so he jumped in there he jumped himself. In there himself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it sort of helped to propel things along in a way that felt. Natural. Felt natural, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: And I think that one of my favourite
3: shots in the entire
0: film is when he gets in the pod and they shoot from the outside through the window and you can see Brundle's face and you can see the fly on, on the, the inside of the window. Mm. And so you they know. They set that
2: up with the excessive amount of fly noises. Yeah, swat- but it's, it's just a really. At it, yeah. It's
0: a really fantastic shot mm. just to sort of showcase this is exactly what's going to happen to him. Yeah, They're going to get melded together.
2: And that's what horror is, right? You are like, you know what's going to happen next and you just let nothing you can do about it. It's yeah. such a simple thing that could have been avoided.
0: And it's not long after that we get the cut. You know, he's got the cut on his back and next thing you know, you know it's starting to sprout some hairs. And there's a sense of dread with that sequence because, again, like you say, Maddie, you know what's going to happen, mm. but it's still kind of like has you sort of going oh fuck dude just check there's a fly. there's a flies right there mate just get it out yeah. <laughs> you yeah.
1: know
0: just put your crackers back on do a quick sweep
3: yeah go yeah. and get your fucking can of mortine and <laughs> sp- just have a little spray in there before you jump in
2: yeah i kind of i like that as well how he's like the computer the computer he's like so confused that the computer like assimilated them he was like He's like he's assuming that it's been assimilated, like absorbed into his body, and it's going to come out the other end. But and then he gets absorbed or whatever, and then he's like, "No, we've been assimil, we've been formed into one being." Mm. That was cool, like to yeah. see that. His the computer did something he didn't expect, and because he's so smart, he just rolls with it. And he's like, "What's the next problem that I need to solve?" Or
0: and I love I, I, I love that sequence when he mm. actually runs a diagnostic, mm. and it comes up with that the word fusion, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a really, that was a really cool way of kind of and simple way without overdoing it with computers and fucking you know gobbledygook about how it happened.
1: Yeah, it's just basically saying that, he was
0: fused together with what was in there. Yeah, uh, and I think that's a re- that was a really cool scene. Snapping that bloke's arm in, arm off.
1: Oh yeah. Fuck.
0: He loses the plot to get to that point.
1: Yeah, yeah yes. I see. Nice.
2: <laughs> He's just trying to pick that chick up. <laughs> yeah. Like do I look like a hooker to you? Uh, <laughs> yep, you do yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's a couple of couple of things sort of pointing that direction. Yes, I. Yeah, but that that was uh, again solid special effects with the bloody compound yeah. fracture or whatever whatever it was there. It was just fucking. Yeah, it was unexpected because. I was just assuming, yeah, he's going to win and then they're going to get in a punch-up or something. But <laughs> the fucking arm just goes. Ah, and it. he
0: squeezes his hand.
3: Yeah. And you see yeah. all, like, the fucking.
0: There's like, juice coming juice out. Juice coming out of it. And oh, look, I'm saying, look, hang <laughs> on, hang on. <laughs> this is getting a little bit physical.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Had, the, had the nail dropped off his hand yet? Not yet. No, no. No, it drops off yet. after that.
0: Ugh. I, like, and his ear falls off and
3: fuck. Yeah. I'm calling, <laughs> that's a great moment in the movie. I'm calling time out. Time out, fucking let go of my hand. Yeah. Like, what is that
1: shit on your hand? <laughs> yeah. Get it off. I'm seating. I still think Stallone's
3: character that's... from
0: Over the Top is beating him,
1: though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of like Not even close. No, no. Stallone's fucking HGH-infused arms.
1: <laughs>
0: too, too much for... Brundle fly, i suggest. Correct. I tell you what, the grossest part of the film for me was when he vomits <laughs> on the donut to
3: show, <laughs> us, to show us how he tastes in his food. Yeah, it comes like, out of nowhere again because he's just there. We don't see just... this. <laughs> but, like, oh, and then it's so oh human
2: because he's like, "Oh, that's uh, that's disgusting." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "Yes, he it can is." Just, it's awesome. Be, that's like says so much because he's like been living this life and he doesn't realise
3: that it's gross like he's is at that point yeah he's losing the humanity he's losing himself a little bit like but yeah that was I didn't need to fucking
2: that was gross yeah
3: (laughs) just give me a couple of sound effects and her face Uh, going ooh,
0: (laughs) yeah she's like oh god his
3: his (laughs) introduction of Brundlefly as
2: a as a Character, I guess, is yeah. so good. That oh, cracked oh, me ugh. up. I
3: wish you'd done that on the first date. I wouldn't <laughs> have come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, he's so
0: optimistic the whole that had thing. he a pedophile in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. Uh,
2: he's gone from the. Because the, his fingernails drop off. And then in the next scene, when he's working on the computer, he's got gloves on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I noticed that.
2: I thought, oh yeah, he's obviously decided, fuck. <laughs> My fingers is falling really apart, but he just yeah. has
3: to keep going. He's, he's decided I don't even want to see this.
2: He <laughs> doesn't know, yeah, he doesn't know where it's going. I think he just is yeah. constant optimist. It's gonna figure itself out and mm. he's
3: like, Maybe this is just what is
2: meant to happen. This is the perfect experiment. Mm.
1: Yeah, so w- at, which
2: point,
3: at which point does the optimism fade? Is it when his second ear falls off or is it when he's like, I don't know. No, he doesn't he's even care about it. He's collecting them he's and putting them him. in the cupboard in the in the vanity. <laughs> the mu- what does he call it? The museum of or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, stop it. <laughs> it's so quirky. <laughs>
0: yeah, look, yeah. I I think I'm um, if I'm Jenny Davis, I'm taking my toothbrush and shit and go home. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, not I mean, here
3: anymore, mate. If it's a stray toenail that's found its way into the medicine cabinet, I can live with that. But I mean, when it's your whole, when it's your ears and
0: yeah, I think the relationship is failing. <laughs> 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 Where he looks has, some cracks. Where he looks but sure. he's better
2: looking as the elephant man version of himself than <laughs> it's some weird, some <laughs> weird stuff going
0: on. My per- another another favorite line of mine, Statha says I'm sure Tyford Mary was an extremely nice person when you saw him socially. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> Love that one. Mm. <laughs>
0: He then shows what a scumbag he is by going, "Do I have permission to clean your body when this is over?" Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, this is yeah. I think he was making a
2: point though. Scumbag.
1: Yeah. I
2: don't think he was being a scumbag. He has being protective in that one.
3: Yeah, but it's still a scummy comment to show you've been protective. <laughs> yeah. The problem with him is <laughs> kind like, I think yeah. it was. I think you're probably right, Matty. It was probably used
0: for both purposes. Yeah, because he was kind of. And as we said before, I got a sense that that relationship was toxic as well. Mm. And I think he was kind of sleazy. And they kind of painted him as sleazy early on. Yeah. Um, with a few things he did. So I think that the, the, the comment kind of has double a double meaning somewhat. Yeah. Because I think they were still trying to show that he was sleazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Even in a situation like this where she's saying he, there's something wrong with him. Well, these guys that. these guys
2: work for Particle magazine. They've probably never seen anything like this in their <laughs> life. And they would have seen all of the scientific things that happened.
0: <laughs> 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 I tell you right now, mate. You better sleazy, be supportive
2: or you're out the door. Like, sleazy right? so, is
0: not the sort of style that comes to mind once I've seen that video. I'm going, holy shit, have a look <laughs> yeah. at this fucking guy. <laughs>
3: The science, is a, the science is very important. I'm not trying to diminish that. But is Particle Magazine um, occupying an office of that kind of size and space? I'm not <laughs> no, sure no. it's I'm not sure it's moving that many units. To it's market on <laughs> <old>
1: Particle <laughs> Magazine.
3: Don't you have your subscription to
2: Particle <laughs> Magazine? Or?
3: Yeah, uh, Particle's
2: shit.
0: not exactly Playboy, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> no. I forgot to Google
3: if it actually exists. I'm,
0: I was going to do that.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be anybody centerfolds of Brundlefly in there anytime soon. There. Initially, I a, wasn't. They'd sell. They'd sell a hundred magazines with him on the cover. <laughs> oh
0: fuck yeah! Yeah, but it, they'd have to change their name to National Enquirer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found Batboy and Brundlefly in the same magazine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we found Flyboy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It says we found Flyboy and then below it, we actually did. (laughs) We legitimately (laughs) did. We're not making it up. (laughs) I thought the idea of her being pregnant Mm. with his baby and then the nightmare that she has, which is fucking (laughs) gross. (laughs) Maggot. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I was expecting
2: a thousand little maggots to come out of that. Yeah, not one giant. It was pretty gross.
0: <laughs> and, and I believe that's David Cronenberg.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's The maggot. <laughs> no, <they're... laughs> no, that's Greg Norman, the old fellow. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a replica. We're flaccid. <laughs> <We're> flaccid.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a replica. Replica
0: <laughs> No, it's Cronenberg is the doctor.
1: Yeah. That delivers oh, right. the maggot. <laughs> I mean, I think
0: Cronenberg had been called a maggot
1: by <laughs> some <laughs> critics. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh. oh, yeah, that that, that that nightmare sequence was fucking disgusting. Like, honestly, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I almost had a yak. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I actually liked the finale. I thought the finale worked when they get down, they get into the, they actually get into his, where he lives there, and he's putting her in the pod, and the other bike turns up with a shotgun and everything. I thought some of that stuff worked out really nicely. Yeah, those last few minutes were... When, when he vomits on old. his hand and his fucking foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was gross.
1: Oh. I was like,
0: "Mate, stop.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, tap out. I was I'll like, out while I'm yeah. watching it. Just stop. That's collateral damage. He was a bit of a jerk, so I didn't
3: mind too much when he lost his hand and his foot. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bloody quickie, or something something. God.
1: <laughs>
0: I think I I kind of, again, I like the fact that even though the relationship between her and her boss was, I felt, toxic, he kind of becomes almost heroic at the end, which I thought was an interesting dynamic and an interesting thing to do Mm because in a lot of movies he would be fodder. You know, you would have had him killed by Seth.
2: Yeah, I think that showed her humanity as well. She was like, and the, in terms of their relationship, or his humanity at that point, yeah. She's like, she's like, wait, Seth, no. But she's still seeing him as the person. Yeah. Even though he's he's mutated, and yep. and she still has enough pull to get him to stop what he's doing, and that's the part of the romance. The even though he's completely changed from where they were at, he's still got a part of him that's listening to her. It's like.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I just thought that whole that shot where she puts the gun to his he-, he she's holding the gun and he takes the he takes the barrel and puts it to his head. I mean yeah. that was sad. He morphed with a computer, like <laughs> true. He had become, you know, something else entirely because he'd morphed with the actual telepod. But I just again I, I found that really kind of emotional.
1: Yeah, that they, and it they managed was, yeah. to get
0: that emotion out of you in such a, in, you know, like it. I mean, it, it, this has trappings of B movie written all over it, mm. Mm. you know. But to get you to feel that emotion about and feel sad for his death is a very hard thing to do in a film like this.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: especially after you know the, the the section in the middle, it could have go, gone as you sort of. Mention Adam, if it's B movie, then it goes full blown villain. He goes full blown villain and doesn't really get those moments, but it's a little bit better than that. You know, Cronenberg's got a bit more. He got Goldblum. More sense that. Goldblum, Goldblum <laughs> yeah. puts that. Has he done effort there? <laughs> well, Has he got more
0: sense than
3: that. Yeah, well, you know, if you're talking to 15 year old me or whoever, you know, whenever, however old it was, he's we, got no sense. According, yeah. <laughs> video drone after the video drone viewing, I was like, who the fuck is this bloke? God, I don't want to know any more about him. <laughs> there must have
2: been a hundred times during for the filming of this where. Um, Goldberg's just Goldblum's just gone. What the hell is going on? <laughs> but I need to be professional.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And again, there's those sequences that you pointed out, and this is kind of backtracking a little bit. Jared, you pointed out. How, oh no, Maddie, you pointed out the fact that he he does he, he loses his rag, and then he he does something angry, but then he turns to her and he he kind of almost charms her back into. And this is when he hasn't fully changed. Like that sequence where she says, you're sick, and he says, do I look like I'm sick? And he starts punching the fucking...
1: Yeah, He's just, just punching
0: the <laughs> shit out of that bloody pillar, and he's just breaking it up, and there's all that anger in it, and then he kind of turns to her after that, and he kind of softens again. And those things, I think, are part of what makes this film successful.
2: Yeah.
0: Is that you cared about this guy. And you shouldn't, really.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I Gina think... Davis, I think, in the second half of it, does a stellar job, like 10 out of 10. But the first half, it feels a bit forced and and a little bit uh, awkward. But uh, she acts her heart out in that second half. Yeah.
0: She's well, a very I, important She's in I love
2: what she does, half. yeah.
0: Goldblum's kind of the man in the first half. Mm. And I think that again that's another reason why the film works is because both performances yeah. are really her good. Her trying to her trying to
2: hold it together when she sees him in the apartment and then absolutely losing her shit as soon as she's outside the apartment yeah. talking about the abortion yeah. is perfect. It's so good.
1: That was that was it for me. <laughs> yep, me <fine>. too. <laughs> me too. Funny uh that you
3: Mistook uh, Goldberg and Goldblum there, mate. Yeah, You're not the first <laughs> one to do that. His wife did it too, as we mentioned. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shit,
3: Goldberg's wife. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have much more than that. I kind of liked. I. Just, I found it crazy just watching his the, the Brundle's descent, like the, his teeth start falling out. And he's talking about how it's. Evolution, Evolution, and yeah. I thought it was really cool. It is it was very actually.
3: Cool. It was good that they gave him. There was a couple of times when he's just sort of talking to himself. Yeah, and they'd, they'd established that that was kind of normal. Yeah, that, that was the sort of guy he was. So it didn't seem.
1: Yeah,
3: unnatural. It didn't seem like you know you're looking at it going you know show don't tell yeah. that was no they've established that's who he is so him chatting to himself through the process was was kind of normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and just
2: even it's just simple things like the voice. Um, activation didn't work on the computer anymore mm. and he was shocked by it but he's got all these things that are falling apart around him yeah, yeah, that's it just what's was shocking so it. powerful <laughs> yeah it's like I found that like really powerful in terms of like explaining so much could be explained why didn't he bother to go and collaborate with somebody else why isn't he trying to get extra help outside of his apartment mm. but he just trusts himself and isn't that phased by the process because he's just, He's, uh, he thinks it's actually a good thing at the beginning and just can't see where it, where it's going to. And that, that optimism, I guess, adds a bit of credibility to where it ends up. Yeah. yeah. And I, I appreciated that.
0: Yeah, great. All right, dislikes. I said this at the start. I actually felt the film could have used a little extra time to perhaps build that relationship where they kind of become a couple. There's only a few fleeting scenes where they're kind of outside of the apartment Mm. and where he buys the necklace for her and all that.
1: Mm.
0: But other than that, it doesn't like it doesn't go to me fully embrace that.
3: Yeah, and it felt like So for me from that perspective it didn't feel like a lot of time was passing. Yeah. So it felt like, yeah, it is super quick in that in that regard. Even just showing something of, of yeah, time's past, It's been weeks or months or whatever mm. it is. Mm. They don't really, you don't get the sense of that. There's parts of it where you feel like oh, it's happened overnight. Yeah. But she hasn't
2: moved her stuff into his apartment. You yeah, could have achieved that. Yeah, just that. some
3: little things like that probably would have helped to, to strengthen it even further. Yeah. I mean, look, they do a great job
1: with
0: what they deliver, but I just felt another 10, 10 15 minutes wouldn't have hurt. Mm-hmm because it's not what I would call a super sort of fast-paced film. Like, it's because it's not It's, it's not an action film. It's not built on set pieces. It's built on characters.
3: No, then, it gets moving pretty quickly, but then yeah. the, the rest of the film, they do spend that time with the characters. So And it never yeah, feels boring saying.
0: or slow. So to me, you add that little extra, you, you still would have got away
3: with it. Mm. Yeah. Not to mention, let's face it, the second she arrives at the front of his fucking hovel, <laughs> she is saying, yeah, yeah, I'll be there in a second, and, the, you know, as soon as he steps out of the car, click and fucking take it off. She's yeah. not going in that fucking thing. Yeah. Like, you're looking at that going, this guy's going to kill me when I get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She wants that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she wants really that story. story. I got my limits. I couldn't be a journalist because I'd be looking at that saying, nah, "I'm not going in." That's a risk. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No yeah. thanks, fucking Ted Bundy. <laughs> I liked
2: how indignant she was when he was like, "That's not on the record." She's, she's like, "That is on the record." Yeah, I'm yeah, taking that. Yep. that cracked me up.
0: I'll tell you what, mate. I had a problem with this in Top Gun, and I've got a real problem with it here. Don't fucking rock up to someone's apartment and have a shower, you
1: scumbag! Yeah, like, yeah. come on. And yeah, then your right.
0: response is, "I was in the neighbourhood and felt a bit scummy." You yeah. are fucking scummy. Yeah,
1: he's a, he's be, a scummy,
3: a gummy, all right. Yeah, yeah. You can keep showering, mate. That scum's not going to wash off. <laughs> he was a, a complete dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's I'm glad classic. she flushed him. It's classic eighties courting, isn't it? Like. Yeah, it's just, just that 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 character is product of the time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> she I says do like, no. I had to laugh. She says no, the can. so I'll just I'll just ignore that and continue on. Like, yeah, Like she said no many times. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. no That's means possibly. These yeah. guys seem to be.
0: Secondly, I did I did laugh when she flushed the toilet. Yeah, that was great. Just to fuck him over, I thought that was funny. Yeah. and again, I understood why it was there. It was again part of that toxic relationship. But he yep. he just
3: refused to accept that it was over, and he kind of was too too familiar with her. Yeah. But see, getting into this, and you know, Maddie, you started to started to get into this. I just felt he was too. I know we we spoke about how showing a bit of humanity towards him even shows Gina Davis's character.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. But. I just felt he was so... Scummy. like That That move is so scummy and such a toxic relationship or whatever. Yeah. Surely she's not... You, you can't buy him coming back in and saying, well, you know, I'll, I'll be the one to come in here and fucking... And help. You can buy him going in to say, right, here's my chance to step in. But do you really buy him as doing the... Doing the work. Doing the right thing and doing the work without... What he sees is the reward at the end of it. Yeah. What he's been fucking chasing her for the whole time. He goes, he goes. There's a
2: point where he's telling her, "You need to get away from this guy, as far as, you, as far away from him as you can." And then she's like, "I can't do that." And he's like, "Well, you at least need to film it." Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. He just,
2: he just, he doesn't. It, there's so many points in the thing where he's like, you're just like, that guy's a dirtbag. It's thing. exactly, so it's hard
0: to see him going, oh, well, you know, well, I've, got, I've just got to do this the way, right Jared. thing now. Put it this way. I do not expect that character to basically become a peg leg and wipe his ass with a hook
1: for the rest <laughs> of
0: his life and, and, and give all that up. Yeah, to <laughs> save know, somebody to else. To save somebody that he really, the way I saw it was, he was interested in her sexually. That was
3: it. Yeah,
1: It wasn't it's interested kind of, in anything
3: else. It's kind of troublesome to me to think that, you know, if you leave this film where it is, that mm. he's possibly the one that's that she's going to be shacking up with afterwards. Like it's yeah. really troublesome to think about that. The way that he's acted, exactly. The, you know, as as you said, the insinuations that it's a pretty pretty poor. Relationship there, yeah. But I guess was again was
0: there perhaps here was there perhaps some subtext in that the idea that she had come out of one toxic relationship and pretty much gone into another one.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I
3: that thought that.
1: Her
0: yeah. and Brundle, the relationship was doomed. There was there was a toxicity to that. She she couldn't let it go, even though he was turning mm. into a fucking monster. Well, that was you the know? tragedy,
2: right? That's but she'd finally found a nice guy and and it yeah. only fell apart because he'd turned into
0: a fly monster. But again, you know, <laughs> is that some subtext yeah. there? I don't know. But I agree with you, Jared. I just felt his motivations didn't fit what he ends no, up I, doing at the end, even though I like the fact that they kind of did a double take on that.
3: Yeah, well, I, I see the positives in it, as, as Maddie mentioned, that it, 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 it serves her character really well. Mm but it just felt a little bit off. Yeah.
0: And also, don't break into people's houses to have showers.
3: Yeah, That's not I not can on, stop motherfucker. it. I'm so turning it
0: right now. That's not on. That's no. how you get your head punched in.
3: Yeah. you lucky he wasn't on the crapper, because if he'd done that, <laughs> he'd mm. bust into my house and took oh, a yeah. dump in me toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate,
0: if you have damaged my fucking toilet, If there is a smell when you come out, you're getting dropped. I can make my place smell as bad as I like But not you It's not a free for all I can tell you right now I do not want the smell of a a work toilet In my home
3: Because... Yeah, and God forbid you've fucking done a gargoyle on there. I mean, that's the case, we're in, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we're we're in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Oh, shit.
3: Another part that I really couldn't understand was the girl going home with him from the bar.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. He just broke
3: the bloke. A bloke. <laughs> yeah, and she prior to that she hadn't even feigned interest in the bloke. Yeah, so we are led to believe that the only thing she sees value in is is arm um, wrestling ability. Arm wrestling the big beefy <laughs> blokes, kind of you know. Um, it, it just it was so stupid because he yeah. treats her horribly. Yeah. He does, and he treat like from the get go. It's a, it's it's you can tell he's he's starting to get those kind of. He's acting as you said Adam he's talking 100 miles an hour and he's it's really skittish yeah. and started to so she sees him and you can see her looking at him kind of going you know what's what's going on and then that happens and he just grabs her by the hand and walks out and then she's like yeah okay yeah like, with
2: the explanation being I won you in an arm wrestle yeah yeah, yeah. really very silly poor.
3: very brutal. really silly for for a movie that you know as we said has a bit of nuance to how it handles relationships yeah That was pretty, pretty ordinary. Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: And I actually don't think you needed that.
0: The only idea behind her being there was obviously that he was going to try and force her into
3: the machine. Yeah, Yeah. and it's a pretty deep sort of, you know, it's edging towards this point of no return that they try to keep him from getting to.
0: But I don't know whether you needed it
3: because you'd already tried
0: that on with um, Gina Davis and failed. And to me, if you wanted the arm wrestling scene, it could have just been to show that he was now like super strong.
3: Yeah, I guess the other girl is kind of starting to show again. It's it's making the the issues in their relationship pretty pretty upfront. Yeah, but I just I just thought the way that it all went down was it was very quick silly. too. Like I, I can get the kind of show of strength because we're we're looking to see his. The changes physically, but again, you did that with the gymnastics, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> He comes yeah. out and cracks out a fucking Olympic gymnastics <laughs> routine in his lounge room, um, but, and he's voraciously had sex for four hours. At some
0: yeah, point. I mean, oh, he's, like. he's like a dick looks like a bloody. <laughs> it looks like it's been fucking set on fire. <laughs> because he's been using... I don't know how his
3: ears falling off and his dick doesn't.
0: <laughs> it probably.
3: I don't did. Know. Did you pause it when he looked into the, the medicine cabinet? It might have been
2: <laughs> part of the museum. <laughs> fly cock and fly balls in there.
3: Redundant
0: evolution. <laughs> um, no, but we'd already seen the feats of strength. In a way, it's kind of not really that necessary because it doesn't it doesn't play into that much either. Because she goes to leave, and what he says, "Be afraid, be very afraid." Yeah, and then she leaves. So it doesn't really hurt the relationship because Jenna Davis by that stage already realises he's he's starting to have problems. Mm. So it's an interesting scene, whether or not it, it it has a lot of merit, but it's just poorly played as to how. I mean, fuck you! You looking at the way the woman is treated in it. Yeah, it's
3: not good at all. And even just thinking. I mean, she might have gone, shit, your arm, to the bloke that she was supposedly with. (laughs) Maybe hung around to help, but she just fucking takes off on him, too. Yeah, I I didn't really get it.
2: No. Instead of little children, I should have been going around breaking people's arms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a
3: much better first day. (laughs) day. Just challenging people to arm wrestle. (laughs) (laughs) Arm wrestle.
2: (laughs) Get the leg over. That's how it works.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> Question for you guys: How did he get that massive piece of computer stuck to his back?
2: In the yeah, which
0: creates the cut. That's oh yeah, in his, yeah. and he's
3: yeah, he goes no. oh how did that? He didn't even notice there? it. Yeah, and it she on, goes, he was Give on us a his look. couch. Was on his couch slash bed, wasn't it? But
1: fuck, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have known you were laying on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Come on.
2: It's too busy. Too busy. Bulking
3: up, yeah, because it's jammed right in there, right? Mm. Yeah. So
0: how long you been? How many days you been walking around with that stuff on you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit odd. Yeah, that was a bit silly, wasn't it? Mm.
0: Uh, What else did I have? See, I didn't have a lot much else, other than the fact that I know that sort of Veronica loves the bloke. But for Christ's sake,
3: when I see him and he looks like that, I'm just going fucking hell. This is (laughs) over. Yeah, yeah. When he walks out, when he walks out to visit you and you see, you know, his dick and balls fucking fall out out the leg of his pants, (laughs) it's probably over. (laughs) 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 I I reckon that would have been a good scene if she kind of walks in and you just see a testicle kind of roll towards her.
1: Oh, he, that's
0: where we've got. He's gone the kind of flesh on wood as his <laughs> cock <cup> drops off. <laughs> yeah, uh.
3: yeah, that's what I wanted her to kind of walk in. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't realise it was quite this bad. But you are, you are, fuck, not you? Uh. <laughs> um.
0: Side note, if that was Greg Norman's cock, I would have put a hole in the cock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Through the third the third uh second and first floors of uh, the apartment.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, these, just... I'll
3: tell you mate, these Greg Norman's jokes are never gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, let's face it though. He's going to fuel the flames. I reckon he'll be on Instagram, <laughs> create a bit of a bit of buzz around his knob.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already. You know, he's he's moved after the little bit of buzz he got early on. It was, you know, he's showing us bare ass now. So it's, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Next thing you know, Greg will be on OnlyFans. <laughs> <judge him laughs>
2: <laughs> make a million in six hours
0: oh, yeah. Good God Peg's <laughs> not deciding after that
3: though <laughs> Yeah, well you got to put it on your TV screen Because it won't fit on your computer <laughs> If
2: those pictures are leaking It'll be a worry <laughs> I mean leaked
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Yeah like, if I'm Veronica, I mean, the guy is fucking hideous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. man's a oh,
1: goblin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Two weeks, he doesn't bit a shrunken head. <laughs> Honestly, I'm too superficial. I walk in the door and I go, oh shit, I'm not, this is we're done. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I, I can't look at you.
0: I've got enough for my. um my uh, reporting piece, so uh, see you later. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think we've got enough for a story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> book's done. Uh, it was going to be a three-page piece, but I think we will just squeeze it onto the back
1: half
3: will do. They
0: gave me a 1,000 words, but I think 500's got to go. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, Look, that was it for me. What about you, folks?
3: No, that was, that was mainly it just those couple of things that, you know, the, the the forming of the relationships with a couple of those people and, and mainly Mr... Mister. I Patrick. hated
2: the shift to him jumping through the window at the abortion oh, clinic yeah. to grab her. I that was an hated interesting that. decision. Because it kind of took him out
0: of the place we spent most of our time with him.
2: Yeah. He hasn't left in four months. He hasn't got the... At that point, he hasn't got the confidence to leave the apartment. Mm. And, uh, and he's
3: found and out he's this bit of news. he's not flying, is he? He's, yeah. not, he's not. It's not easy. Well, your self esteem takes a little bit of a hit when your knob falls off. a <laughs> <time. laughs> <laughs> butt
0: cheek. <laughs> not agree, I,
2: great <laughs> I hate. I thought that part of the movie. It was just. It was. It didn't fit in with the rest of the stuff that had gone on. and, yeah, the, and that were, sort yeah, of. And then that. there was a descent. That. It, and then even the concept that I didn't see him really being into that idea of the three-way fusion between him, his baby, and his kid, I thought that was a stupid choice as well. I didn't like it. but That was why he was trying to... If he was trying to get her into fly form or
0: something like that... Well... As well? I mean, I think you could see that coming, and it was, it was expected because, you know, she was pregnant and he... You I just, after you've seen him just go, well,
2: fuck you, get out of my life, you're a waste of time and you're boring, he, like... Bucks are off pretty quickly. And then he's like, no, actually, I'm going to meld myself to you forever. Like it's mm. – right. I, I thought that was a, a horrible choice and that really lost me a little bit at the end. I was disappointed. Yeah, because he'd
3: already it. sort of moved on from that, right? Yeah. Like, I know he
2: showed a bit, a yeah. bit of – I know, I know the baby him. got him back in, but yeah, I just thought, I thought it was – I thought that I think the, the logical way, uh, semi-logical way he'd been – Progressing or the way his character was working, he'd be like, Go out, and have this child, and spread my genetics. Like, that would be the best. It's, he'd be like, Trying to give her stuff to help support her as opposed to, I'm going to abduct you and fuse myself to you. Mm. Yeah. Because that the has no future. Make
0: great, it has great no sense. future. There's no future in it. And uh, I'm actually it's, surprised. It's completely illogical. I'm actually surprised he didn't put a gun to his head and commit suicide, Mm. you know, like that. He told her to leave, you know, I might hurt you. Yeah. This is over. You know, I mean, I'm thinking the guy looks like fucking shit. (laughs) I'm expecting you to blow his head off. Yeah, yeah. It didn't quite make sense. I got where they were going with it, but it didn't quite make sense. And also, did he fly to break into that? Abortion no, I don't clinic? know how he's. Yeah, how did it was he ridiculous.
2: It was ridiculous. He knew which room to go through. It was an external room. And, I mean, he certainly yeah. wasn't And, and down. And she the was street. alone in the room at the time. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that makes no sense. Yeah, it just sort scene. of felt
0: very convenient.
2: And it, it felt like fan of the Opera or something. Like it was just stupid. Gonna, yeah, that's fair. I'm it's abduct fair you. Yeah. And it's just, a, I know what the point is to get. Everyone back into the apartment so that they can get this gun scene going. We yeah, can vomit on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: but, but couldn't uh, they have? Couldn't they have just held off a little bit and perhaps she goes back to the apartment to tell him that she's pregnant or something? Yeah. And Stannis turns up with the gun, you know, because he wants to protect her. Or it would have been other. He's already acknowledged.
2: He's already acknowledged that he wants her to go back and tape what's going on. This is the last hurrah. How about she calls him from the apartment and says, I'm in trouble here, can you help me out? Yeah. Like, Or does a fake call, if I'm in trouble, I'm going to do this, then you need to come and help me out, and he can be waiting nearby, you know? like yeah, That's, a, probably that's a much options. more plausible. Yeah. I've, or he's made some sort of plea, come so that you can see where we're at, we can wrap up this doco, I really want to apologise, and I found out you're having my baby. Or like That could have been a a really easy way to pull at her heartstrings, use the relationship to get her back into the apartment without the ridiculousness of the, I heard you from the top of the building and now I'm going to follow you and chase you and abduct you. Security. Surely they've got some (laughs) security. I don't know. I feel like there would have been some external... Influence in this guy's life as well. You don't turn yourself into a human fly hybrid without there being some sort of interest from the authorities, all right? But, uh, yeah, yeah they were too busy chasing. <laughs> I thought about Joe it a exotic. bit too
0: much afterwards. <laughs> they were chasing Joe Exotic, mate. They weren't interested in yeah, this guy, he was small time. Yeah, he was only stealing bad foods.
3: Yeah, he only had a couple. It's his small time operation <laughs> compared to the Joe Exotics and the Doc Antles of the world. <laughs> Alright, is that
1: everything?
3: Think. Yeah, that oh, was everything else? I had. Yeah, uh, I don't know how he
2: got donuts into the apartment, but he didn't have UBX <laughs> back then. <laughs> that was my other
3: query. No, I didn't even think How did he get food to vomit on? Oh, no, to no, maybe was, he already had it. Although that would have been with, stale. Um, yeah, she had. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. It would have been would have had to had to have been a while before that.
1: But, but I guess again, flies did don't I care. care. <laughs> he was a fly.
3: Yeah. yeah. The other one, he was started.
2: The other, the other little part that got to me was the I've tried to get in contact with you. He's been in one place. He didn't try that hard. Knock on the door. He was pretty willing to have her come into the apartment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, these were little things. It was a good movie. I did really like it.
0: Not as much as Snake Eyes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just point it out. All right, that was The Fly. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com or also on Instagram at thrillmepodcast. Our next episode, I mentioned it earlier on, but we're going with some Chuck Norris again, Code of Silence, which I believe is his best film according to the critics. This will be an interesting, uh, an interesting one to cover. I feel it won't just be a shit show. I don't think. Wow, well, I don't think it's a really canon picture either.
3: <laughs> Chuck Norris' best a film. It's it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty look. It's a low bar. It's not the uh, it's not the top leagues. It's kind of. <laughs> Second or third division at best. Even you think these. he's playing in the minors? <laughs> he's playing in the minors,
0: for sure. <laughs> yeah, look, it's not a canon film, though. And that's, that's, that's important, I think, that's for Chuck.
3: Sometimes, is you know, if it's a canon picture, sometimes that's a good thing because you get, yeah, true. get lots of laughs out of there. True, true. It'll be an interesting one to cover.
1: Mm.
3: But
0: until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers.